Welcome to the Barology Podcast. I'm Austin, a.k.a. G.I. Joe, and I'm here with... Ryan, a.k.a. Abraham Lincoln. You can't prove I'm not Abraham Lincoln. Try and prove I'm not fucking Abraham Lincoln. And this week we're talking about false history, which is going to be a fun episode. It is going to be a fun episode, because this is one of the very few conspiracies out there that both exists and doesn't exist at the exact same time like because just the very nature of this concept means that sometimes it's going to be true and sometimes it's gonna be fucking bullshit and it's fucking awesome it is it's (laughs) it's kind of a mind fuck you know the deeper down the rabbit hole you get into stuff like false history this concept is literally driven people crazy. Like, there have been assassinations because people have gotten so deep down the rabbit hole of not knowing what's real and what's not real because of narratives put out, like some of the things we're going to start talking about here soon. It's, I mean, it's crazy. Like, honestly, this particular conspiracy, more than any other conspiracy, has probably reshaped governments shaped the fucking borders of countries, affected people's lives in ways that we can't even possibly imagine. Like, this shit runs deep and wide. And then you got smaller ones that we'll still talk about that are kind of cool. Yeah. Okay, but first, I got a new story of the week this week. And it comes from Ryan's home state of Florida. God damn it, of course it does. (laughs) Florida man tries to flee deputies on a riding lawnmower. Of course he did. <laughs> Florida deputy, <clears throat> damn it! Florida deputies used a taser to stop a man who tried to avoid arrest by fleeing on a riding lawnmower on Saturday. The Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office said it was trying to serve an arrest warrant on the 40-year-old man and found him on the mower in a backyard. They shouted at him to stop and get to the ground when he tried to escape on the mower. Deputies chased him on foot before using the taser. When he finally was caught, deputies found him with a revolver, a handcuff key, and a pipe with methamphetamine. Why did he have a handcuff key? <laughs> Why did he? God damn it. Why? Ah. <laughs> he is facing charges of grand theft, grand theft of a vehicle, felony criminal mischief, two counts of resisting an officer, possession of a concealed weapon, by a convicted felon carrying a concealed handcuff key, possession of drug paraphernalia, felony failure, and other counts. Wait, wait, wait. So they were charging him with Grand Theft Auto? Yes. So it wasn't his lawnmower? No, I don't know if that's a separate charge. It may have been the lawnmower. I mean, I'm just saying that it kind of makes me think that maybe that wasn't his lawnmower, that maybe he was just high as fuck on meth and was just mowing somebody's yard. <laughs> Thinking it was his house, and they maybe called the cops on him. Like, hey, there's this old dude in my backyard on my lawnmower cutting the grass. Like, I mean, come get him, but wait like an hour for him to get finished. But then come get <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, I'll, I'll weed eat when he's done. Just let him finish cutting the grass. <laughs> the grass. Yeah, then come get him. <laughs> Fucking Florida, man. God damn it. it! Look, I thoroughly blame Florida for why I'm fucking weird. Okay, everybody else I've ever met that was born and raised in Florida is also fucking weird. Like Thea at work? <laughs> Grew up in Jacksonville. My best friend growing up was from Hialeah, Florida. So I understand. I don't know what it is, man. It's something in the water down there. It's like if you're born there or, or you're if you grow up there, you end up weird as shit, man. 
Maybe it's like Flint, Michigan. There's something, yeah, there's something in the water down there. You know what it is? It's because the Bermuda Triangle's right there, and so it's like all that weirdness just kind of bleeds out into into Florida. That's what it is. But my my question, it had to be a zero turn if he's trying to run from the cops in it. Because you're not like a regular riding mower. You're not going to be trying to run from the cops. It goes like two miles an hour. Oh, I mean, you got some of those like high-dollar John Deere's and shit that can go pretty fucking fast. But they're still, like you said, the zero-turn ones. Yeah. No, like, zero-turn will beat the shit off any regular riding mower. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those motherfuckers can, can get quick. <laughs> but then again, in Florida, I don't know how it is now, but I know when I was a kid, everybody I knew's dad would take the governor off their lawnmower so they could haul ass on that motherfucker. <laughs> it's like <laughs> off the fucking, what is it, uh, the water boy? Yeah, <laughs> like legit. Like I knew people that used to make beer runs and shit on their lawnmower. <laughs> you know, they take the governor off, so the motherfucker would go like twenty miles an hour, and then they would just like haul ass up to the fucking store on their ride mowers. <laughs> Hell, my buddy Mullet's uh, uncle got arrested for DUI on his lawnmower. Can you get arrested for a DUI on a lawnmower? Yeah. Oh yeah. Can you get arrested for a DUI on a bicycle? Yes. Can you really? Yes, you can. If it's in certain states, if you have, if it's got wheels, but so I'll say this much: I have gotten out of getting several tickets by asking a very simple question. I'll, I've asked the police officer if you can get a DUI on a horse, and it all started years ago when I happened to just see a guy come riding away from a convenience store on horseback with two cases of fucking Budweiser, one <laughs> under each arm, and I was like, and he was clearly hammered. And I was like, I bet that's why he took the horse is because he was too drunk to drive, but he still needed to make a beer run. I was like, I wonder if you can get a DUI on a horse. Well, like a week later, I got pulled over at like a random um, like license check, right? Yeah. And I asked, as soon as the cop came to the window, he was like, sir, I was like, sir, I understand you have a job to do. I understand you have like you're going to ask me for this, that and the other and everything else. But before I forget, I don't know when I'm going to have another chance. I gotta ask. The other day, I saw a guy leaving out of the gas station with a bunch of, with a shit ton of beer. He was clearly hammered, drunk. He was on horseback. Can you get a DUI on a horse? Just out of curiosity, can you? And he was, just, and the cop was just like, I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, hold on. And so he goes back to his fucking cruiser, and like he's in there messing around for a while, right? And then finally comes back, beer, beer. And finally comes back and is like, I can't find anything on the books that says you can get a DUI on a horse. And I was like, that's crazy. A horse is like a two-ton animal. Like, that could do a lot of damage if you don't have it under control if you're that drunk. And he's like, right. Yeah, I agree with you. And then we just talk shit about how that's wild. You can't get a DUI on a horse for like a couple of minutes. And then he just let me go. So the next three times that I got pulled over, I tried that again. And ask the damn cop. And it if, worked every time? Every time. Bro, they completely forget why they pulled me over because all of a sudden it would be like, why can't you get a DUI on a horse? Next time I get pulled over, I'm going to try that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, it's worked every time. Speaking of that, that uh, reroute they got going on, have you been to work lately? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How they got that road closed off? We've had like three people in our department get a ticket from like having to go a different back road yeah. that the cops have been sitting on. You know, I hit a deer the other night in the materials van because <laughs> having to go down those back roads. <laughs> That's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it's time to talk about some fake shit. False history. Or as Donald Trump would say, 
Fake news. Fake news. Well, actually, we can, if you want, we can start start with the the man himself because one of the more recent examples of that is when Trump started that whole thing about the the birther movement, right? He was one of the people that started that. He didn't he didn't start it, but he was one of the first few that really propagated that that whole thing about like um, Obama's being born in Kenya and having fake birth certificate. And- That's been going on since fucking like 2012, though. Yeah, it's been around. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but he was one of the very first. This was long before he even talked about being in politics. He was just whatever reason stuck his nose in it, and started making a big deal about it, going on talk shows and shit, talking about it. Like he really kind of spread that, and it's total horseshit. It's <laughs> yeah. it's total fucking horseshit. That was just something somebody out there that didn't like the idea of a black man running for president. But the thing is, he's not even like full black. Exactly, but that doesn't matter to racists. They don't care. I guess that's true. They don't give a fuck. It's like, if you don't look like Casper, then they don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, and it's like, and it's crazy because not only did that, is it total bullshit, there's no evidence for it, there's no nothing, it was all just word of mouth that spread that idea. What are you talking about? They never found his birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's in public <laughs> record, man. And... <laughs> That's why he doesn't have to show it. You can literally just go. It's a fake. (laughs) From the government office. (laughs) But anyway, so it's like, but he still believes it to this day. To this day, he still believes that. Oh, there's a lot of people that still believe that. Right. But here's the thing. He was president. He worked for the government. He worked with Obama. (laughs) He knows better. (laughs) Still believes it for some fucking reason, man. And so it's like that's a perfect example of something that seems super benign, right? Like that seems incredibly benign. Like who gives a fuck whether or not that lie got started, spread, or anything like that? It really doesn't affect the world at all. But then it kind of does. That could have prevented somebody. That could have ruined somebody's career. Do you now have people that have had their careers ruined because it makes them look like a fucking idiot for believing this kind of shit, right? So it's like even real simple false narratives like that can have these like massive effects. And so it's like when we start talking about some of these bigger ones, shit gets wild. You know what? Let's dive into a big one right off the rip. All right. Did... I don't know how I want to say this. Ooh, sounds like a sensitive <laughs> subject. No, it, it's it's not really a sensitive subject. Did the Middle Ages exist? I think they did. I think they did. I think there's enough empirical evidence for it to have existed. You have art that can be dated back to that time. You have items, tools, and stuff that have been found that can get dated back to the, those you know, a couple hundred year time period. By the way, for the people that are like, what the fuck is he talking about? There's a period between, what was it, like 600 uh, BCE or AD, whatever yeah. you want to say. Between 600 BCE and, what is it, like 900 BCE or 900 AD, whatever you want to call it. Well, it's so the Middle Ages is between six to six. I'm talking about the part where they say didn't exist. Yeah, because it's like a 340. What is it? 347 years gap. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like 600 to 650 AD to 
to like nine, like you said, like nine fifty to, to nine seventy yeah. something, like AD or whatever. Yeah, before right before the Enlightenment, right. So pretty much the concept is that there there was three different theories. I can only really think of one offhand. Wherever I guess this was before they had like daylight savings and before they had oh, um, th- about a thousand a thousand plus yeah, years before that. Before but. they had uh, leap year and shit like that, where. The year really is 365 days and a quarter. Yeah. So they believe, like, over the thousands of years beforehand that where they didn't have that, it had really been, time had progressed, and there was, like, missing pretty much 300 and, well, what is it, what I say earlier, 300 and something days. Days, yeah, yeah, yeah. That were supposedly non-existent because... The calendar was inaccurate. Yeah. Oh, well, and so, or not 300, it was 300 something years, my bad. Yeah, and when, like the, the thing about that is, it's like that is kind of true, but it's also not true, right? So this is another good example of this where literally someone has cherry-picked something from a certain historical narrative and chosen to go completely off the fucking rails with it because that is true the calendar was inaccurate and that's when the pope changed from the julian calendar which was inaccurate to the gregorian calendar right the catholic which church technically was changed, still inaccurate which was still inaccurate <laughs> but way more accurate than the julian calendar and so then they had to go in and kind of adjust the uh, historical record to correct it right they had to do it retroactively and they had to look at other cultures calendars so like like the Arabic calendar and like the Chinese calendar or like the at this point it wouldn't have been the Chinese it would have been the West Indy um calendar and stuff to basically kind of triangulate what the actual dates should have been and everything else and they were very accurate in being able to do that but conspiracy theorists look and say well why would the uh, why would the Catholic Church go back and change all these dates? What are they hiding? You know, why wouldn't they just leave it well enough alone? It's like because it was wrong. The Julian no, calendar was we wrong. We can do a whole podcast on that specific event because there's so much behind it. So much behind it. And it's one of those things that depending on which side of this fence you want to fall on, if you believe that the the Pope manipulated the historical record to for whatever benefit or that the Julian calendar was actually the correct one, and we've been living a lie ever since. Yeah, like supposedly it's only like 1,700 and something right now. Yeah, or some shit. Like, again, this is a good good example of how like something as simple as just not believing in a calendar and not believing that a historical event took place at one time because a calendar says that can literally change all of human's history. It's it's crazy to even think that it's that simple. It's yeah. that fucking simple to just shake up the entire historical record. But for everybody out there, you can do the experiment yourself. You can go online and you can look up how the Julian and Gregorian calendars break down. The Gregorian calendar has been adjusted multiple, multiple times since its inception. It's still technically what we use today. We ha- we use a modified version of it, but it's still basically the Gregorian calendar. But you can literally go online and look up the conversions and everything else and do the math backwards yourself. And you can see exactly what it is that the, the Vatican did at that time and, and, and see that it's actually, it was not only was it necessary, but it was very accurate within 
you know, a couple of months, realistically. Because one of the main reasons they had to change it was when the uh, Julian calendar was still active, all of a sudden it was harvest time in April. And it's like, no, that's when you're supposed to be planting. You, sh- you should be planting in April. You shouldn't be harvesting in April. It'd be like, you know, snowing outside in July. And it was just the, the whole calendar had gotten so out of whack over centuries. And so that's. Well, I mean, the way global warming's going nowadays, would you really be surprised? Oh, if it I did mean, it all it, it over did, again? It did snow in April the other year. So. That's true. Another- but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Fucking. Calendars, look it up. Look, look the shit up, man. It, it, like Austin was saying, it's a deep fucking rabbit hole. We could do two, three episodes on just this. But yeah, but let, let's let's move on. So I want to talk about another real big heavy hitter: Holocaust deniers. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about that earlier. Holocaust deniers. Before we even dive in deeper into this, you guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's... Now, now the people that say the Holocaust isn't as bad as they put it out to be, they're more believable. But there are people that specifically say the Holocaust never fucking happened. Like it was just President some of big Iran. Ass, yeah, it was just some big ass conspiracy to get everybody to be able to take over fucking Germany. Yeah, that, that, that's what they believe. Yeah, they really do, and it's absolutely insane considering the fact that. There's there pictures. Are, there's pictures. Videos. There, video. There's a couple thousand personal accounts. Yeah, there's still Holocaust survivors alive. So. <laughs> exactly. There are still Germans that ran those camps or were like children of Germans that ran the camps that are still alive today that talk about, yeah, it fucking happened. Like this isn't like a moon landing thing where – you know, there's only a handful of astronauts that could really... Yeah, you can't really... disprove this. Like... Yeah, yeah, like, it. there's... there's so, you can go and visit the fucking concentration camps yourself. They're there. You can just go there and see <laughs> the carnage. It's just and, fucking wild. Like, people actually believe that the Holocaust didn't happen. Right, but you have whole countries that believe There's, this. Uh, wasn't there a news reporter that got fucking kicked off of one of the major networks for saying that he didn't believe the Holocaust happened? Fox, it was on Fox. Was it Fox? Yeah, of course. well, of course it was Fox. Well, hey, CNN believes some shit, too. Yeah, but they're liberal. They're not gonna, no, no, none of them are going to be Holocaust deniers. They'll be deniers of some other, of some other shit. <laughs> But, but Fox News uh, is the only one that does that shit. They're the only one that like make up mass shootings and stuff. Like, remember uh, they made up Bowling Green? I don't know about that. dude. I don't watch the news anymore. Yeah, they more. made up Fox News made up a, a school shooting. <laughs> like they just made one up one time. Like, and what it was is uh, Kellyanne Conway said it in a press conference. Her daughter's pretty hot. Yeah, her daughter is pretty hot. <laughs> but no, she said it in like a, a a press conference or whatever. And so because, you know, she would never admit that she was wrong. So they just doubled down on it. And then Fox News tripled down on it to back her up. And it's like, yeah, but it never happened. <laughs> it's like uh, a few years ago, did you see where she posted like new, a nude selfie of her daughter and her daughter was only like fucking 17? Yeah. It's like, God, that's fucked up of a parent, dude. <laughs> like... 
All right, so the next Her one. husband's cool, though. I don't know her husband. Like I said, I don't keep track of news and shit. Her husband's pretty cool. Her husband just gives zero fucks, like, at all. Like, he's literally... He, he never, he hasn't technically done it, but he basically has done it where it's just like, you know, like just showing up in the background of a video drunk in a bathrobe, just like, boo, fuck you, <laughs> fuck everything you're saying, like just being a dick, like just completely undermining everything that she's doing. Still loves her, you know, like <laughs> yeah. still loves her, like everything else, but it's just like, boo. <laughs> okay. So the next one I got. Ben Franklin discovered electricity by flying a kite. Yeah, it never happened. Never fucking happened, no matter how many paintings, pictures, or, well, obviously they didn't have pictures at the time. No matter how many paintings or stories, he did not discover it by flying a fucking kite. Now, Benjamin Franklin was a smart motherfucker. Yeah, and he was well aware of electricity and like what it, what its potential was and stuff like that. But he didn't fly a kite in a fucking thunderstorm. Like it, they have that in history books, for Christ's sake. Like yeah, and it never happened. And it's a misinterpretation of an experiment. So it's like he did put a kite up, a series of kites, and tied them off. And he did have cable running from them into sand because guess what? We've known for a very long time you can go bury a piece of iron in the sand at the beach and have lightning strike it and it makes this cool fucking like glass glass that looks like a tree and shit. Like uh that's what the the fucking boyfriend in that damn Reese Witherspoon movie, Sweet Home Alabama. That's what he did for a living, you <laughs> yeah, know? I remember that shit now. Yeah, like people have been doing that for a really long time. And Benjamin Franklin was basically just trying to direct lightning into different materials to see what kind of effect they would have on it, to see if he could figure out a new way to make money, right? Like, if it would create something new and cool. But he wasn't out there all just like, I'm going to fly this fucking kite, and I'm going to collect electricity in a key because he would have died. Okay, another big one we'll get into. Washington's wooden teeth. Never had, He never had wooden well, teeth. No, no, I mean, that, I consider that a smaller one because that was... But the reason they believed it was wooden is because... But the, the but same thing, that's in history books, man. Yeah. But they believed he had wooden teeth. The most likely case scenario is because he had ivory teeth, and it probably just faded, and it looked like wood. Yeah. It's just but, weird shit. Yeah. Never, nobody no. ever chopped down a tray. The, tree. Next big, the next big one is like a pretty fucking huge one. Christopher Columbus. Right. Christopher Columbus never discovered America. He never even went to America. Never even saw America. At all. He was in... Uh, well, Columbia. Yeah, That's why it's named yeah. after him. He was in, like, the Columbia, Cuba, Well, they area. So they sailed... when As they were coming across, <clears throat> they went down and they hit uh, the... Tropic of Cancer, I think, is the lower the lower one. And because that's where the tip of India was supposed to be. As far like geographically, that's the lateral line. He he was pretty much in the Caribbean, hitting uh-huh. all the Caribbean islands, Cuba, stuff like that. And he he honestly, as far as I know and as far as history knows, he never stepped foot on U.S. soil. Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon was the first post-Enlightenment European 
to set foot on North American soil and left Florida, now Florida. It's just like Leif Erikson supposedly landed in um, Quebec, way, way, well, not Quebec, Newfoundland, years and years, like 100 years before Ponce de Leon set foot on, on Florida. Leif Erikson? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say he was there like 400 years before Christopher Columbus supposedly discovered uh, the U.S. Not only that, but it's like, man, do they really gloss over what a genocidal fucking madman Columbus was. Oh, Christopher was. Columbus was a piece of shit. And his brother was even worse. Like, we could do a whole podcast on Chris Christopher Columbus, and I guarantee a lot of the listeners wouldn't know... 99% of the shit we say about him. Like, he, he was a horrible fucking dude. Yeah, like, he, he 100% went to hell. Like, that dude was... Yeah, like... That, that dude was fucked he's, up. He's getting ass fucked by Satan right now. Yeah, yeah. The, the the shit that this dude did, and knowingly did. It's not like when certain, you know, European colonists and stuff started showing up here in North... In, in America, and, you know, we're giving out, like, blankets and shit to Native Americans that they didn't realize were infected with... Like, a lot of that was on accident. Like, everything Columbus did, 100% on purpose. <laughs> like, he was wiping out whole, like, Mayan villages and shit just because, fuck them, that's why. Even, like, the name of his ships... We're not correct in the history books. Like the Nina, the Penta, and, and the uh, Santa, Santa Maria. Maria. That wasn't the name of any of the fucking ships. And like they, they have this so fucking off base of what actually fucking happened. It's because it all got romanticized, right? Like so, this guy, he goes over here. He find he figures out he was wrong that it's not India. That it's this whole new place, and he goes back. So now he's a hero, right? He's a national hero. So obviously, and this is in for, the fourteen late 1400s, so obviously, you know, the powers that be are going to completely change this narrative to be able to package it, to be like, hey, look what a great nation we are. We're the best fucking country there is. Look at what our boy just did. Yeah. And so they just, they twisted it. And that's not uncommon. A huh. lot, a lot of countries pre- Printing press could basically tell whatever historical narrative they wanted. It's almost impossible to look at the historical record worldwide without having to look at the historical record of every neighboring country to verify what actually happened. Because almost every country pre-printing press lied through their fucking teeth about what they were doing, what they had accomplished, what they hadn't accomplished. And really, like you said, at that point in time, there's no way to discredit it because nobody knows. Nobody can read, nobody can write, nobody can do anything. Yeah. Another one. When everybody thinks of Thanksgiving, they think of it was a joyful meal between pilgrims and Native Americans. That didn't fucking happen. Never happened. (laughs) Like, at all. The fucking Indians hated the pilgrims because, I mean, obviously, they're fucking trying to kill all of them. They killed like 90-something percent of the Indians. Now, there were small communities that they were pretty... They they ended up becoming fairly friendly with the Native American population, like... But it was rare. That's what I'm saying. It was like 90 percent. And obviously, if they kill more than 90 percent of the population with smallpox, they're going to fucking be pissed as hell, like... 
You're not going to come over for a fucking Sunday dinner with somebody that killed nine out of ten people of your family. You're you're just not. <laughs> like, yeah, right? Like, oh, Mr. Joseph, come on. Yeah, let's sit down and eat some corn, man. Yeah, and again, you know, that's one of those things where, to be completely honest, American American history is dark. American history is very fucked up. A whole lot darker than the history book says. Yeah, it's really fucked up, everything that really went on to form this nation. And so, obviously, you know, our government and everybody else, they don't want to... We we damn near still deny slavery happened the way it really did in this country. Like, we damn near deny it. Like, nationally. It's kind of fucked up. And so to think that we would just openly admit how fucked up the entire rest of our history is... Like, it's like pulling teeth. Every single time something gets brought to the forefront, beer... Gets brought to the forefront about some really dark chapter in our nation's history. It gets, like, hidden away. Like, we, as a country, don't like to face our demons. No, we really don't. That's, like, another thing with false history. A lot of people believe, like, the South was the only one that had slaves. Yeah. And the North had, I'm not going to say more slaves in the South, but probably more, if not just, or just as many, if not more. I wouldn't go that far because most of the slavery in the North was indentured servitude. Whereas, so you didn't they have like whole plan. Owed. Well, they were like your butler, your chauffeur, your valet, your you know your house cleaner, your you know person doing your laundry. Like they you, went out in fields, but they were still considered slaves. Yeah, you didn't. They didn't have like whole plantations of them. You might had two or three in your house if you were wealthy, but, because that you know that were. Another thing a lot of people don't understand about that is during the slave time period that after, what is it? Uh, fuck, not the 13th Amendment. Okay, no, so I butchered the fuck out of that. The Emancipation Proclamation only declared slaves to be freed in the South. It didn't apply to the North. It didn't apply to this beer. Beer. So it didn't apply to the North so much it was more just for the south and it promised that the slavery would come to an end at some point but it did not say that they had to abide by that yeah it's there's weird misinterpretations for everything right now like a perfect example of a good misinterpretation look at the second amendment right there's this gigantic fucking debate going on in on the streets and the courts and the fucking give me a goddamn cannon i'm gonna blow someone the fuck up yeah there's a huge (laughs) debate going on about what the second amendment says and it's like it says in there that every american has the right to bear arms for we have a well-regulated militia right and so that doesn't mean that you can't well-regulated militia. In order for something to be well-regulated, it needs to be fucking regulated. So, like, everyone out there saying, like, any gun law is unconstitutional. The motherfucker says, regulate your shit. 
<laughs> make sure your shit is well regulated. That means make sure that the people that have the motherfuckers know what they're doing with them. Make sure that the fucking things are in working order. Make sure that the people that have them are supposed to fucking have them. That's well regulated. If you were part of a militia, everyone's not just going to show the fu- If it's a well regulated militia, everyone's not just showing up with different fucking guns well, and different like- uniforms, hammered, drunk. Shooting fireworks out of their asshole. Well, like, that goes back to the whole three percenters. Like, do you really think most of the people that wrote the three percenter stickers are actually part of the militia? No. And that, that's a big problem. Like, okay, if someone tried to attack South Carolina, let's say we have a civil war again, which I don't think it'll happen, like, in our lifetime. Right. But let's say someone attacks South Carolina. I guarantee you that, yeah, I could fight it, but I'm not a fucking three percenter. I don't want to be a fucking three percenter. Neither do I. I. Neither do I. I don't know a whole lot about them, but I, do, do you know much about them? I'll say this much. Every, every single group that I've ever seen, met anyone from, or been in the same room as, that claimed to be a part of some organization that weirdly enough seem to be mostly overweight middle-aged white dudes what you was trying to never say, bro? a good thing. What you trying to say, bro? I'm just saying. What you trying to say, bro? <laughs> I mean, are you part of an organization with a whole bunch of overweight middle-aged white dudes? Well, they weren't overweight, but I mean, well, some of them were. They got kicked out. I, I was part of the army, though. I mean... You got some fat. Well, that's more National Guard, but that, yeah. that's a side. That's a side note. Yeah, but I'm saying independent of the actual armed forces, <laughs> which is a well-regulated militia. Yeah, but see the thing about that—that's like technically the state controls the National Guard. I guarantee you, though, if there was a civil war, like the National Guard is not going to do shit to protect fucking South Carolina. It's. Well, I mean, that falls into a, a weird thing, right? Because, like, even during the Civil War, you still had, like, local militias and stuff like this down here in the South that were loyal to the Union, right? Like, yeah. they a lot of times they didn't even know that the South had seceded. You know, they might have been part of some community that was pretty isolated, you know, like up in the Appalachian and stuff like that. And so they wouldn't even fucking know that there was this that new was country called on. the Confederacy and, and blah, blah, blah. So they were still 100% loyal to the Union. And it was, you know, it was one of those things where, like, people were showing up and it's like, hey, we need to go shoot these guys. And they're like, what? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Man, our history is so fucked in America. Like, we just need to do an episode on fucking American history. history. Like, yeah. it, it's... It's really, it's really sad, and so, and this is another thing, right? Is because actual history isn't actually taught here in America. You have multiple generations of people that, honestly, I've never seen pick up a book. I've never even heard them talk about having read a book, but they'll swear to God that they know every single fucking thing about American history and this goddamn nation's constitution. Never read a book. But God damn it, you can't tell them that this, this, and this never happened because fuck it, America. 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 And it's like they they genuinely don't know. It's just like all the people that are out there rallying against critical race theory 
are the same people that have never read a fucking book because uh, so much, so much about this country was socially engineered to be both racist and to keep people poor. Like, there was so much fucking social engineering going on during the development of this country, but no, 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 no. Mrs. Smith in the fifth grade didn't tell Jimbo that, so Jimbo don't believe that bullshit. You know what no. I'm saying? Like, <sighs> There's just too much hate in America right now. Too much. And again, this kind of thing that we're talking about right now where, you know, you have entire narratives being told by both, you know, local, state, and federal government about our history means that you have whole, like I said, you have whole generations of people that don't actually know what really happened here on this soil and what continues to happen. And it even makes it even worse when they tell different narratives about other countries. So, like, as an example, did you learn in in history class that the Japanese were surrender actively surrendering to the United States before we bombed them? No, I didn't, but I found that out later. Yeah, we like there was no reason for us to nuke them other than as a show of power to Russia to stay in their lane. Did you know we actually went to war with Russia at one point? Yeah, in Bosnia. Yeah. I had never known about that. Yeah. You know, uh, Daniel. Daniel fought in Bosnia. Daniel Island? Yeah. yeah. But, but one thing we can all agree on and all hate, flat earthers. We all hate fucking flat earthers. And that brings us on to the next point. Where a lot of people believe that flat earthers were a big thing in like the 1800s. Yeah, the 1800s. Yeah. But it wasn't. Most people knew that the earth wasn't fucking flat at that point. People have known that the earth was round since like 600 BC. BC. Yeah. 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 Pythagoras <laughs> used to make his students calculate the curvature of the earth before they could join his prestigious mathematics school. So if you're listening to this and you're a flat earther, you were 26 years or 2,600 years stupider than everybody that was born back then. Yeah. Way to go. Golf clap. Golf clap for the flat earthers. You guys <laughs> are winning in the genetic lottery. But um, I, I, I really, like, to this day, I still don't believe. How the fuck does someone believe the earth is flat? I don't. I, I, I don't know, man. We need to do another flat earth episode. We hadn't done one on a new podcast. By the way, anybody listening, we do have an old podcast out there it's called the biology podcast too but we didn't have good equipment we yeah, didn't it, have sh- it sounds like we're talking to each other through two fucking tin cans and a string like it's pretty rough it's there's compared- good information but it's rough the, yeah the editing's bad we sound like shit our gear is fucking garbage we were working with like fucking a 20 dollar mic and a fucking Computer from fucking ancient Rome. Uh, yeah, for real. Yeah, it, it's God. It, it was real bad. We didn't have any kind of soundproofing or any like nothing. We we had a blanket. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we ceiling. did have a blanket. An old <laughs> cum stained blanket nailed but, to the ceiling. Had yeah. shit stains, cum stains, blood stains, everything. Everything. Yeah, and you know, honestly, this podcast could sound way better. It could be infinitely better if you with just... super high production value sound effects special guests you would just go to our fucking patreon and become a patreon member as low as five dollars a month just don't drink two pepsis a week and that'd be all you'd have to do that's all you'd have to do and then we could 
you know, bring you some better shit. Hell, right now we're working on trying to get like some mobile gear, you know, put up so we can actually start going out places and, you know, interviewing some people on the streets about some crazy bullshit. Like, I'd really like to interview like some of the cops that did the Todd Colehep thing for the Todd Colehep episode. That would be fantastic. But, you know what? We don't get the money to do that. No. No, we don't. Damn it. It's almost like there was somewhere out there where people could help support us so that we could buy all of this gear. Even if you don't want to support the Patreon, we have a PayPal. We do. You can just, you know, give email us your us, bank card. Email us at brawlagepodcast at gmail.com and we'll give you the information. You can PayPal us some money. Goddamn right you can. It'd be greatly appreciated. Goddamn right you can. And, Anyways. And if you join the $100 tier. You get to fuck John's mom. Me and Ryan will do the full podcast on video in man thongs and clown wigs. <laughs> but uh, anyways, all right. So back on back on topic. Um, all right. So another real big thing in like false history narratives that can be kind of damaging is especially if something really out there kind of gets put to the forefront with no evidence and then people start to believe it, it can be kind of damaging. And we'll use ancient aliens as an example, right? So think about this for a second. The ancient aliens theory, first put forward by Derek Von Daniker, now popularized by the History Channel, basically says that ancient man wasn't capable of doing fuck all for themselves. They weren't able to develop technology. They weren't able to wipe their own fucking asses. All they could do was rely on their big daddies in the sky to come down and use anti-gravity shit to build pyramids and whatnot. And that is incredibly damaging to the human species as a whole to believe something like that because it's basically... If like if you one hundred percent don't get me wrong, I find the ancient aliens theory fascinating. It's very entertaining, and there are some things about it that are very compelling. It could be possible. It could be possible, but at the same time, to completely write off every accomplishment that our ancient ancestors accomplished just because you just think human beings suck, they do. I mean, they do, but guess what? We can still make a fucking stone stand up. We can take a bunch of rocks and stack them on top of other rocks. Like, it's it's it just blows my mind that you have, I mean, at this point, hundreds of millions of people out there in the world that genuinely believe we didn't build the pyramids, that the Easter Island statues were put there by aliens, that ancient man was not capable of taking a, a hard rock and smacking it against a less hard rock and making something out of it. Do you believe aliens have visited visited us? I mean, based off of the tattoos on John's mom's ass, I would say yes. Because you can clearly see where they've been marking off each each you know experiment that they've That's been That's what performing. those bruises were. They were attempted crop circles. They were. Okay. I they gotcha. mistook her ass for a cratered field out in New Mexico. Uh-huh. That's not hard to understand why. <laughs> it's really not. But yeah, so something like that is fucking terrible. And But at the same time, it's... 
you have to believe in ancient man's accomplishments. Otherwise, all you're going to do is think that everything else that comes forward is just going to be dangerous, right? Like, it's it, that's that is human history. As we innovate, it, it like right now everybody is raising hell about the coal industry and the oil industry, right? And like, oh well, what are all these oil workers going to do? What are all these coal miners going to do for work? That's their fucking problem. I don't mean to sound like a heartless bastard when I say this, but that is literally human history. Is we do something for a little while, somebody figures something else out that's better. And then that whole industry that used to exist goes the fuck away. Why do you think there aren't just massive equestrian centers anymore where people breed horses to be able to pull buggies and shit like that around major metropolitan cities? Because the fucking car got invented. What do you think happened to all those horse breeders? Speaking of the car, another part of false history. A lot of people believe that Henry Ford created the first automobile. Which is not true. The first automobile was actually made by a guy named Carl Benz. Yep. In 1885. And that started the Mercedes-Benz Corporation. Mm-hmm. That was the very first internal combustion engine vehicle. But there had been several vehicles before that that were steam-powered. And so whether or not you want to consider those cars or not, but Mercedes did technically invent the first internal combustion engine or vehicle that was anything close to what we consider a car today. And I did not know that before we did this podcast. And then he joined with um, Daimler. Yep. So, also... Another good example is like, you know, obviously we have a lot of folklore here in the United States, right? Like, as we were talking about earlier, like Washington's wooden teeth, the the whole chopping down the cherry tree, you know, Abe Lincoln can't ever tell a lie, blah, blah, blah. We have all this folklore. But at the same time, you have uh, folklore out there in different parts of the world that are 100% believed to be true and they actually will like make laws surrounding this kind of folklore and if you think that that's fucking crazy i just want you to keep in mind that we still do that here in the united states there are still laws that are put on the books here that were created solely because people believed in a certain aspect of american folklore so much that they went ahead and put it on record, right? So as a perfect example, the whole, you know, the founding fathers put in the separation of church and state for a reason. Do you know what the average church attendance was for an American before the turn of the century? Like before the late 1800s. Fifteen. Fifteen percent. You know what it is in this country right now? Like thirty. Is it that high? It's. It used to be way higher. It was in the seventies back in the nineteen forties and fifties. But back during like colonial time and all through like the through the sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen hundreds, nobody went to fucking church. It was very. You had very small like religious communities, 
that were very dedicated to going to church and everything else, but your average American didn't. They just flat out didn't go. And it's because they didn't have time for that shit. <laughs> they had livestock to take care of, families to raise, farms to take care of. They weren't going to waste time on a Sunday to ride a couple of hours into town to go, you know, hear the word or whatever. And yet we still, to this day, write laws into being in this country based on the idea that this is a Christian nation, which it never was. Yeah. It never was. The entire reason for the found, like one of the, uh, like one of the big staples for the founding fathers and everything else was that it was for religious freedom, not to be a Christian nation, because if that's all it was, they didn't need that. Yeah. There was no reason to put that in there. They put that in there because we were a diverse nation with people from all over the world showing up to be part of this new experiment. Yeah, and that's one of the crazy things. Like Even now, like so many Christians, especially Christians, are so anti-everything else as everything far else. as it comes to religion. Yeah. Which, but yet, they're some of the most gung-ho Americans we know of, brother. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Well, throw some of the political shit aside for a minute. Another false history fact that a lot of people believed and were taught in school, that's not fucking true. Whenever Isaac Newton discovered gravity, the apple didn't fall on his fucking head. No, no, it didn't. Although... He was looking at an apple tree. Yeah, so ye- that that got spread through a misinterpretation from a uh, letter that he wrote to a friend that then ended up getting added in with a series of essays after he wrote the uh, the Prince... Oh, God, I can't... Uh, I'm brain farting on the name of the, the book. The Prince... Uh, the Procipia? The Procipia? I have no fucking clue, bro. It was the book that he wrote that described the movement of heavenly bodies, and he where he basically broke down um, like differential calculus to be able to describe the movement of objects and stuff like that. But um, yeah, he, you know that got included in some essays, and everybody kind of misinterpreted what he was saying in his letters and everything else, and was like, "Oh, well, he got hit with an apple," and blah blah blah. And no, and he new- got hit with an asshole. Uh, yeah. That's what it was. Well, yeah, yeah, Cook. Yeah, that was a guy he worked <laughs> with. But, um, yeah, Cook was a dick. But, um, <laughs> no, um, but the thing was is that that story got so popular that it fell and hit him on the head that he just stopped arguing it. Like, didn't even bother to try. Like, people would be like, oh, well, when that apple hit your head, and he'd be like, yeah, when the apple hit my head, right. Like, he just wouldn't even argue it. He was like, sure, it, it doesn't fucking matter if that's true or not, right? So he just didn't even bother arguing. And so now, you know, it sticks to this day. But that's a good example of, like, benign false history, right? Like, that yeah. doesn't that doesn't affect anybody because Newton was right. Who gives a shit if it hit his head or not? Well, and then that's like the Liberty Bell. You know the true story behind it? I do, but I, I don't know if everybody in podcast land does. Why don't you fill them in, buddy? <laughs> okay, so the Liberty Bell... They believe it was hit by a cannon, and it cracked a bell. 
No, it was just pretty much from poor maintenance. Which, that's another small fact of history. Yeah. And yep. then you also got like Paul Revere riding through. He never said the British were coming. Never. That, that was full of shit. But another interesting one that we hadn't talked about yet. Well, also Paul Revere rode the shortest ride that night. Like, there were there was actually a woman that rode farther than he did, warned more people, and everything else. Like, Paul Revere actually rode the shortest section of that relay from the coast to warn everybody, but got all the credit because he was at the end. Because he was the laziest one at the end, he got all the credit. It's just like with the story of Balto. Balto didn't really do shit. Togo did. (laughs) Fucking Togo saved all those kids. Balto didn't do shit. Except be at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Another one is, it's about Iron Maidens. You know much about Iron Maidens? Oh, yeah. I got, like, their first five albums in the house. I got, you know, Power Slave on vinyl. Fucking, I love love Iron Maidens. (laughs) (laughs) The Iron Maiden was not used in the Middle Ages at all. It wasn't even a thing until the 19th century. Yeah, yeah. It got created out of basically whole cloth. No. It's like there was a description of a device that was similar to that that they found in somebody's document. So they made a reproduction of it for a sideshow, and everyone just believed that it was a real thing. And don't get me wrong, there were mock ups of them made that had existed for hundreds of years, but they were never used. They were there for intimidation. Another big thing you don't read about in the history books is that a lot of people say that World War II never made it to the U.S. mainland. 100% did. There were actual German soldiers on American soil, which we need to do an episode on that. Yeah. But pretty much, long story short, they attacked Fort Stevenson and Oregon. It was the Japanese that attacked him. But, yeah. Well, there's also German U-boat that landed in uh, South Florida, and the entire crew disembarked and tried to make their way to Washington, D.C. to sabotage the war effort and ended up getting captured. But, again, that story is fucking wild. Yeah, and, and that's something I never heard about in history oh, class. Yeah. I'm sure you didn't either. No, no, never heard about that, and it's fucking wild. Yeah, like every time you think of World War II, the only thing people think about is Pearl Harbor. Yeah. I mean, you still got the attack on LA, uh, Los Angeles, too, where aliens supposedly attacked the United States during World War II. That is a good episode, though. We will have to do a, it. What, there was one after World War II, though. There was that attack on Washington where all those saucers got seen above Washington. No, in, there was in one like in, the, in, like, the 50s or something. I thought there was one, like, closer to, like, the 90s with the attack on Los Angeles. Uh, there might have been. I don't know. There's been a lot of weird shit over here, man. Yeah, fucking fucking aliens. Yeah, <laughs> like ancient aliens. Aliens. I want a fucking ancient alien, dude. It'd be hot to fuck an alien, especially if she has like some massive tits on her, or like three tits, like the chick from Total Recall, or, or like uh, all those green chicks from Star crazy, Trek. What is it? Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be down with it. Oh yeah. Because then you wouldn't have to go to one side. You could just stay in the, head in the middle. Yeah, you could just <laughs> stay right in the middle. All right. Another big one that me and Ryan plan to do a full episode on in the future, hopefully the near future, the Salem Witch Trials. 
right. None of that shit went down like everybody thinks it did. Everybody believes that it went down just like it does in the play The Crucible. Not true. Good-ass book, though. Great book. Great play. But it did not go down like that. It 90% of what went on during the Salem Witch Trials was land disputes. Was people basically using witchcraft as a cover-up for land disputes between neighbors. And nobody got burned alive. In the U.S. anyways. No, I In mean, Europe they did. Yeah. But not in the U.S. No. And they may have gotten crushed under rocks. They may have been drowned in the local lakes or rivers. Most of them were hung. Most of them were hung. Or died of disease and starvation in the in the very squalid jails that were around back then. But it's crazy. Like, all the shit you've heard about the witch trials, like, everything you learned in school, no. Didn't happen that way. Did not happen that way. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. And it's, realistically, the whole thing really boiled down to a big dispute between two families. Again, over land. But we'll get into that when we do the episode on it. Yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on this. Okay, another big one. Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. False. Thomas Edison never invented shit in his entire life. Thomas Edison was the P.T. Barnum of the invention world. He was a salesman. He would hire people to invent things for him, then he would just take the credit and sell the product. So pretty much what Thomas Edison did, he took someone's creation and he ended up getting the patent before the guy, like, they patented it the same day, but Thomas Edison was like fifth in line and the other guy was like 38th in line at the patent office that day. Yeah. So he got it, even though he didn't create it. No, and a lot of times what Thomas Edison, and again, we'll have to do an entire episode of Edison versus Tesla, but a lot of what Edison would do is he would literally travel around the world and go to different countries and everything else, and then he would go into these workshops in other countries and see the kind of things that people there were working on. And if he thought it was something that he could sell, he would basically say, hey, look, I'm going to fly, uh, you know, I'm going to put you on a steamer ship and you're going to come to the United States and you're going to work for me in my workshop and I'm going to pay you this absorbent amount of money and blah, blah, blah. I love your invention. But in order for us to be able to make any real money off of this, I'm going to need to take your invention and put it in my name and put it in my name so we can just go ahead and get it locked in. And then we can just start making money on it. And then, you know, a lot of times these people would be like, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, you seem like a straight shooter, you know. And then he would just bail out of the country and come back to the United States with this new invention. Like, literally, the light bulb invented by two French brothers. Yeah, and it's kind of a horrible thing that a lot of these people in history are a whole lot bigger dicks than we ever knew about. Yeah, the the movie camera that Edison's accredited with, guess what? Also, French guy. Edison straight up just stole the shit from him. Edison was a dick. Yes, he was. Edison was a fucking piece not of trash. Not as much of a dick as Christopher Columbus, but... No, not even close. Christopher Columbus was like a mini Hitler. He basically, yeah. And like I said, his brother was even worse. Another one. This is kind of a smaller one. But Neil Armstrong said, whenever he landed on the moon, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. It's always been taught. That's not the words he said. He said, one small step for a man, 
and one giant leap for mankind. Mm-hmm. Another good one, Napoleon wasn't short. He was actually about 5'6". Well, 5'7". Because there's a difference between, what is it, French inches? And... French inch and an empirical inch. Yeah. Yeah, at that point in time. Yeah, no, uh, fucking Napoleon was actually above average height at that time. Like, yeah, he would have been considered a pretty saying, tall guy. Is your, you're measuring my dick in inches. Just make sure you're using a smaller one to make me feel a little bit better. Use the French inch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there, there's so many small examples we can keep going through. And the truth is, there's big shit in history that they've done it with, too. Absolutely, there's big shit in history that they've done it with. I mean, it's like, I'll give you a perfect example, Um, Pearl Harbor, right? We get taught in history class in school that that was an unprovoked attack by the Japanese. That was false. That's 100% false. We were egging them on for months and months leading to that. We were taking out, like our government was taking out ads in their newspapers and basically sending them like fucked up cartoons of the emperor like doing like doing or saying really fucked up shit or getting editorials put into their newspapers talking wholesale shit about the emperor and you got to remember at that time they still thought of the emperor as a living god and so that would be the same thing as, like, the Japanese government putting ads in the newspaper here in the United States in the 40s, like, having, you know, Jesus getting railed in the ass by a donkey or something. Like, Americans in general would be pretty pissed off about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially back in the 40s. And so, no, we were 100% provoking them. Like, we were supposed to stay neutral, but we cut off all sales of food and oil to the Japanese, which we weren't supposed to do. Like, we spent damn near a year almost ensuring that they were going to finally get fed up with our bullshit and come after us. But they don't fucking tell you that in in school. Heaven forbid America be the fucking bad guy. That's like another big thing you heard in school. That Einstein failed math in the eighth grade. Never happened. He was an excellent student. He w- he was doing like crazy ass physics at the age of fifteen that like the smartest people on earth couldn't even fathom. Yeah, he was he was a he was an excellent student. He he didn't do well in college, but that's because he got so caught up in his experiments and, and yada yada yada. But in like regular school, he was a great student. Another one I didn't know about. Thomas Crapper didn't invent the flushable toilet. He did not. You know, I just thought about why they call it the Crapper now. It makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah, you gotta go take a crap, man. Could you imagine not having a flushable toilet, though, like these days? That would suck ass. Would that have to go out to an outhouse? Yeah. And then it gets knocked over and it gets all in your raccoon wound. That's like uh, the porta potty <laughs> thing on Jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but the the flushable toilet was actually invented by Sir John Harrington in the 16th century. And, you know, South Park does an entire episode about that, right? Where it's like, I have to go take a Harrington. <laughs> it's a great one. It's because they, they're making fun of Butters for sitting backwards on the toilet and using no. the tank as like a table. And then you find out that that is how you're supposed to sit on the toilet. That's how Harrington invented it. Well, then you also get into some different stuff that follows false history, like people believing, like, the mind calendar was going to be the end of the world and shit like that. 
Yeah, and that all that shit got super super propagated. There's God, this could just go on and on and on and on. All all I want to say to kind of finish close this out a little bit, start winding this down, is that take anything that is told to you with a grain of salt, right? So, and what I mean by that is we saw a lot of shit over the past, I'd say, what, six years? Yeah. Over the past six years, it's gotten really bad with people just kind of taking whatever they see or read on the internet or on social media, and they construct their entire worldview around it. And they will, I mean, they will fight family members, and they will cost themselves good jobs and everything else because of shit that has no backing, has not come from any accredited sources, anything like that, just because they saw it on social media somewhere. Social what, media has been a huge downfall of America. And what what's crazy about it is is that I know just as I, I know damn well that everybody else in this country has gotten the same education that I have. And by that, I mean... Except people in South Carolina, because we're all fucking idiots. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. But you still get taught critical thinking in elementary school. That's part of that curriculum, regardless of what state you're in. They teach you when you learn how to like do a book report, or when you learn how to do an essay about something, right? Uh, you said do an essay. Do an essay. And... Uh, <laughs> But you learn how to source your facts, right, when you put them in there. And it's like everybody has collectively forgotten how to do that here in this country, right? It's like I don't believe anything I read outgate, right? If I read something and I feel like it's either bullshit or I feel like it's it could possibly be true and it's not something that I know for a fact already – is something that's true because of the source that it's coming from. I do my own research, right? So it's like if, like during the pandemic, right, when everyone was talking wholesale shit about these vaccines and all this harm they were going to do and everything else, I said, okay, I don't know anything about mRNA vaccines. I don't know anything about... Because it was a new thing. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know shit about the coronavirus. I don't know. I don't know anything. So I started doing my own research, but I started doing my own research the right way. I went to like the CDC's website. I started looking up articles in like Duke Medical, John Hopkins Medical Journals, these accredited journals that have peer-reviewed studies where other universities and other scientists have independently reviewed the findings coming out. And when something is peer-reviewed, you can pretty much trust it because then that means other independent sources have been like, yeah, okay, we repeated this or we did the same thing and this is the same results we got and everything else. It's not some dude ranting alone in his truck on a fucking GoPro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it's just – it's so crazy to me how little effort anybody put into actually looking up anything having to do with the state of the world during the pandemic, and they were just totally willing to accept the very first meme they saw on Twitter or Facebook and just like, that's my worldview. This yeah. is now my worldview. I saw a meme. I saw a picture with some words printed on it. I don't know who made it. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know what's now, what's true or false in it, but this is my worldview I got to say, the whole COVID thing to this day – 
There's still so much sketchy shit around it about where it came from. I mean, not really. Not really. If you really think about it, not really. It's a it's the common cold. I well, mean, it's a yeah. version of the common cold, they right? They believe it. Or there's so many conspiracies about it being a strain from fucking uh, the Wuhan lab in China. Which is still, possible. Yeah. I mean, Which is 100% possible. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's still no direct, that's, it came from this. But that happens all the time. Right. Ever since, like, the first time you we can trace back to when it officially happened was the 1914 Spanish flu. That got released from a medical lab or a military medical lab in fucking Ohio. Well, there's a new pandemic like every seven to ten years. Yeah. And so it's like that's the first time that you can trace back to where a government lab accidentally released a, a virus that they were working with. And it's never done maliciously. It's always done on accident. It's always them trying to figure like here's this deadly variant of this thing. Let's try and figure out a way to keep Before people it safe. Becomes and that then virus. That somebody makes an accident somewhere and then it gets out. And it's happened dozens of times, probably yeah. hundreds of times. I mean that's they think the same thing happened with SARS and, and everything else like it, Which, it happens all the, the, time. the way that whole thing gets created, like a lot of people talk shit about the, this Wuhan lab. Yeah. What they do, they take a virus that already exists. They mutate the virus and then create a vaccine for it. So in case that virus does mutate they into that strain. They have something to prepare for it. Exactly. And a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, I know COVID is kind of a fucked up situation. It was for everybody in the fucking world. Yeah. But they have to do that stuff so they can prevent millions and millions of people from dying. Because if you don't try to take precautions by doing that, there wouldn't be 8 billion people on this planet now. No, it's we are in a perfect shitstorm for a pandemic like that. Because before, let's say there was a viral outbreak in the United States. It, before airplanes, you had to get on a steamer. And it could take three fucking weeks before you got to Europe. And so if everybody on that ship was sick, they'd all be dead before it even got there. Guess what? Virus, you know, pandemic doesn't spread. It never leaves the United States. But now you can fly from one side of the world to the other in, in a, a couple of hours. hours and everything else. And so it's like you, if, if there weren't dedicated teams out there trying to stay a step ahead of evolution for these things, then... We'd be totally fucked. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just like the, you know, nobody wanted to trust the mRNA uh, vaccines, but they'd been in development for 40 years. Yeah. But another thing nobody under seemed to understood is they were like, oh, well, it came out of nowhere, so I don't trust it. Didn't come out of nowhere. Been being worked on for 40 years. You just had never heard of it because you didn't give a shit to, to know about it. You were too worried about whether or not Green Bay was going to win their next game. You didn't fuck Green Bay. Fuck Green Bay. But you were more worried about some fucking sports team than what the world's leading scientists were doing with vaccine technology. That's why you'd never heard of it, all right? Not because it came out of nowhere. It's, that's why. It's because you didn't give a shit as a person. And on top of that... All of this kind of research gets done on a university level. So they're getting $1,000 grants, right? They might get $30,000, $40,000 to run these studies. That ain't shit. And so it takes forever to get anywhere with anything. All of a sudden, this is a global pandemic. You get billions of dollars getting thrown at it. And international teams all focusing on it and intercommunicating. It's amazing what the fuck you can accomplish if you have everybody in the world 
get thrown a couple billion dollars and all work together to come up with something. Yeah. So it's not that it's like it came out too fast. It's just it came out as fast as it needed to because it was necessary. Yeah. And it's this it's those critical thinking skills and it's it's another big problem we have in the world right now where it's like people that don't have critical thinking skills look down on people that do as being like elitists or or something crazy where it's like oh I can't trust you because you can think like a normal person and I'm a fucking idiot. It's like I mean, technically, didn't you just contradict yourself from saying don't believe everything that you hear to believe in, believe in those people? Well, no, I'm not saying believe in them because, again— I'm just giving you shit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying believe it. I'm saying if you don't know anything about Do your own research it, on it. Do your own research on it. But, again, do it the right way. Look for accredited sources. If it's coming from— a national newspaper where there are people to fact check stuff that they're putting in there where they are being held to a certain level of community standard. You can probably trust that more than anti-AmericanFascist.com. Yeah. You know, like some random fucking dark web bullshit. Like you're not – you shouldn't trust that as your source. Yeah, like look at like – hell, even science.com. Yeah. Look at that before you go watch Fox, CNN, NBC, any of that shit. A guy with a GoPro on his dash and his yeah. truck. Yeah. Just do your own research. I mean, and honestly, there's a lot more false history we could have talked about today because it's fucking everywhere around you. Yeah. And it's a little bit ridiculous thinking back to whenever you were in school that a lot of the shit that we talked about tonight, you believe like it was the actual fact because it's all you had ever heard. That's what your teachers taught you in class. I read something today that said kids that were born before, I think it was 2000, there's a whole different level of understanding from people after the year 2000 that were born than before because the history books were just so falsified. I'm like, shit, man. <laughs> yeah, well, they're slowly trying to, you know, these these new generations of teachers and everything else are trying to actually teach the real history of shit. And again, it's these boomers and fucking Gen Xers and shit that don't want anything to change. They don't want to be told that they're what they believe their entire life is wrong and everything else. And so they're just fighting tooth and nail I mean, to hell, keep the shit out are, of schools. What, 28 and 35? Yeah, The shit we learned in school, a lot of it aren't the true facts of history. I want to know my life is a lie. You know, like if I genuinely believed that, I don't know, fucking... Look, I just found out the other day that apparently flossing your teeth does fuck all. Does nothing for you. It's always just been assumed that flossing was good for you, but no one had ever actually done a study on it because everyone just assumed, yeah, of course it's got to be good Wouldn't for your teeth. Wouldn't it fuck up your gums, though? Like What, to not floss? No, yeah. like No. Uh-huh. It, it, it It's not beneficial. It's not detrimental. It does nothing. Like, obviously, if you got something really stuck in there and it's uncomfortable, yeah, get in there and, and, and knock it free. But other than that, doesn't really do shit for you. But we've just always assumed it did. And now that people are actually doing studies on it, come to find out, doesn't really do shit. Well, that's like how many times have it changed that you shouldn't eat the yellow in eggs? Yeah. Because it causes high cholesterol, and then another year it doesn't, then another year it does, then another year it doesn't. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude, figure out what the fuck you're talking about. 
Well, and a lot of that just comes with different understandings of the way our body processes cholesterol, right? So it's like uh, the first time eggs were bad was because doctors and stuff found out that cholesterol led to heart attacks and stuff like that. So all of a sudden it's bad, right? Then a couple years later they find out, wait a minute, there's actually three different kinds of cholesterol. And it's only this one kind of cholesterol that causes heart attacks. So now all of a sudden the eggs are good for you again. Then a couple of years later they realize, wait, 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 wait. So these two kinds of cholesterol can be beneficial and healthy, but in limited numbers. And so if you eat too many eggs, then it becomes bad for you. So then eggs are bad again, right? And that's more what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes into that whole thing where, like, for whatever reason, people in the in the South – South Carolina looking at you. Don't believe in fucking science because they're like, oh, they can't ever make up their fucking mind and they can't do this and they can't do that. And it's like, well, no, it just they found this out. So now this changed. Now they found this out. So this changed. They were never wrong because they were never right to begin with. You're never right in science. Science is never right. It's just the best understanding we have right now. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Well, you got any final thoughts to add? Um, I've heard my dick tastes pretty good if you cover it in squeezy cheese. Like canned cheese? Yeah, like the aerosol cheese. Bro, that's the best fucking cheese, though. It's good cheese. Like You could put that shit on a turd and it'd make it taste good. I got good. some habanero cheese in the house you want to try before you leave? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you all for joining the Biology Podcast this week. Make sure to go like and subscribe on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Join us on our Patreon. Please donate as much as you can. We have special perks for anyone that joins our Patreon. Obviously, the more money that gets put on there, the more we can add to the different production tiers. So just because there's nothing that really piques your interest right now, join us in a discussion. Come on our fucking Facebook. Come on our our Instagram. Email us. Tell us what you would like to hear from us, see from us, what you would like for us to do, what kind of merch you'd like for us to put out, and everything else. And then guess what? If you go on like the Patreon or everything else and start contributing towards that, we can do those things. Yeah, but just make sure you check us out on everything. And every little penny that y'all can provide us helps because we put it into the podcast. We really want to hire a goddamn producer. Please join the uh, Patreon so we can hire a fucking producer. We'll get a fucking big titty goth one, and then we'll start, you know, filming this on fucking YouTube, and then you can see our big titty goth fucking producer. Don't you want to see big titty goth producer? Yeah, just just help us get a video camera, because it'll make the podcast a whole lot better. We can put it on YouTube and get more subscribers at that point. Right. But Assholes. Anyways... <laughs> Never, we love you. We love you guys. Be sure to keep checking us out. Leave us reviews on whatever you're listening yeah, on. Yeah, every five-star rating helps. Also, leave reviews, even if they're not good. Any review counts. Somebody's looking at it, sees that we got like 20,000 reviews. That me doesn't matter if they're good or bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean uh, we want you to leave good ones. Please tell people that, you know, our farts smell like strawberries and, and our dicks taste like Krispy Kreme donuts fresh out of the fucking oil. But if you leave us a review talking about John's mom, we'll give you a shout out on the next podcast. We 100% will. The more savage, the better. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all for joining the Brology Podcast this week, and we will catch you next week. Later. Later.